Bickley and Murata. Social Studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to carolhasthebuyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com. Hey, every morning at 9 o'clock, we go through our social media at uh, on Twitter at uh, Bickley underscore Murata. Curated by our very own Sarah Cazell. We call it Social Studies, and we have come to like it very much. <laughs> what, Mark Schlereth didn't want to stick around for this one? No. He I gave us 45 minutes. One full minutes, hour think, of radio yeah, was yeah, not, yeah. not for him. He needed but, to go. Yeah, but you know, he only does a three-hour show. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's rubbed that in our face. earn our paychecks. He's rubbed that in our faces, too, before. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Indeed he has. All right, let's get going with social studies, which, like Vince said, we do it every single day at 9 o'clock here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. We get social with you on Twitter, at Bickley underscore Murata. Come hang out with us sometime. We have fun. Uh, the Suns are also... Very fun. They've got 61 wins right now with seven regular season games left. Yes. How many wins, guys, will they finish the season with? Here's here's the rest of their schedule. At Golden State, at Memphis, at Oklahoma City, home against the Lakers, at the Clippers, at the Jazz, and then home against the Kings. How many wins for the Suns? What's the number you got in your head, Bick? I have a number. It's a famous route in northern Arizona. I'm going I'm I'm to say I'm going to give them one loss on the way out. They're going to finish with 67. Wow. Okay. Have you pinpointed who that loss would be to? The Clippers in the back-to-back game. Yeah, I okay. heard Paul George is coming back, too. Yeah, he's coming back tonight. Wow. So that, that, that'll be a tough one. Okay. Yeah, I think, I, I think that, you know, there's a couple of really tough opponents down the stretch um, who might be playing for positioning, mm-hmm. and I think there will be, if not a conscious, maybe a bit of an unconscious, take their foot off the gas as you get closer to the playoffs. They still do have that week to play with. Basically a six-day stretch between their last regular season mm-hmm. game and their first playoff game because of the play-in. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think they can win five of the last seven. Five I, and two over the last I seven. Think, I think they're going to look at this and say, we have got such an edge right now. We don't want to risk losing this. I, I think it would be it'd be dumb to go um, to the wall on back-to-back games at this stage in the season. I think they'll rest their starters against the Kings in the last game of the season and it won't matter. They'll still beat them. Mm-hmm. A lot of people responded 68, which means they would win out. 68 wins means they don't lose another game for the rest of the season. Uh, Michael Nelson says car payment, doing the whole Burns and Gambo thing. Car payment says they don't lose a single game. 68 wins. It doesn't seem like any of these guys want to let up anytime soon. Wow. We've got some real-time feedback. Dan Bigley, Stephanie H. agrees with you. 67 wins. I'm going with 67. Jamal Gumo says maybe 65, but who knows? They might mess around and win all seven to get to 68 wins. Most people are saying in the 66 to yeah. 68 range, uh, but it's 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 all good. <laughs> I like Daryl's response. Somewhere between 61 mm-hmm. and 68. Ooh, good prediction. <laughs> He's yes. exactly right. That's true. That's true. All right, let's move on to our next question. Uh, going over to Florida, where, oh, right now we see uh, Pete Carroll in a... Very fun lanyard. Very festive lanyard. Is there any type of lanyard that isn't fun, though? When you yes, think about most it? of them. Oh, really? Yeah. 
or just, you know, blue or something. Uh, but NFL overtime rules are a very hot topic of conversation at the NFL owners meetings in Florida right now. Mm-hmm. A few different teams have submitted proposals for new overtime rules. So, Dan and Vince, uh, what would your proposals be if you want to make changes to the current overtime rules? What would they be? Or do you just want to keep it as is? I kind of want to keep it as is. It, it took me years to figure out the overtime rules as they are. I mean, I was kind of yep. like the Donovan McNabb of radio yeah. on that. Wait, you, <laughs> huh? each team gets a possession? Wait, it can end in a tie? Um, it, it doesn't apply to that many games, and I think we overreact when it does apply to a playoff game. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm okay with leaving it as is. So what I would do is I would, I would play sudden death as it is in the regular season. I would move the time of the extra period back to align it with the normal quarter. Don't shorten it. Okay. Which I think is I ridiculous. Hated, I did hate that move. Which I think is ridiculous. Yeah. And then and then when you get to the playoffs, allow the second team a chance uh, with oh, the possession. Oh, you know what? That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Sudden death regular season. Mm-hmm. Playoff overtime rules. Yep. Each team gets a correct. Yep. Yeah. I, I, could, I could sign off on that. I think that's totally fair. Reasonable. Commissioner Dan Bickley. I want to bring this up real quick because you brought up the owners' meetings and we're not going to be able to get this uh, until the end of the show. But Cliff Kingsbury talked moments ago about Kyler Murray. He said, quote, we're in a good place. That's the business side of it. I stay out of his things for the most part. But as far as our relationship, it's always been great. And we see him as the long-term future. And I know he feels the same way, end quote. Mm. So we'll get into that at the end of the show. But I wanted to get that out there. I'm glad you did. Thank you for cutting in with that. All right. Our listener responses for NFL overtime rules. Softball Dad says, play out the overtime just like a regular quarter. Alex Havig wants it like college rules, says they have the best overtime. So start at the 25. Each team has a chance to score that kind of deal. Waves 729. I think this might be a little controversial, but Wave 729 wants a field goal shootout. Uh-oh. <laughs> Starting at the 35 or the 40, and with every made field goal, move back five yards until the first kicker misses. Well, let's have a field goal shootout, but the kickers can't participate ah, with everybody else. Oh, yeah, there you go. Cycle through I your like skill that. players. Yeah, sure. Why not? And let's move on to our final question, the one I am definitely most excited to get to today. Uh, this is... An extension of the Will Smith Chris Rock debacle, but really just a timeless question. What open ended question, of course. What was the most awkward moment you guys have ever experienced or witnessed in a person? Doesn't have to be sports related. Just a what in the world just happened kind of moment. I I can't tell mine on the air. <laughs> it can't even be amended? <laughs> I can tell you guys off the air. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I look forward to hearing this story. Dan, it seems like you might know what, what he's No, I, oh, okay. um, I, I don't. That felt I like don't. a knowing I, I, laugh. I, I wish I did, but I don't. Do you have one? That I'm sure, you can share I'm sure I have hundreds. And none are coming to my mind right Isn't that now. Crazy? That's okay. I'm it's, sure I've got hundreds tough, too. But, but the again, one that came to mind, I can't tell. But Cheese Doodle Dad reminded me of the day that I was excoriated by a female listener at a remote. That's that right. was that was pretty uncomfortable. A woman, a woman, probably in her late sixties, early seventies, just berated me. Yeah. And Vinny a, was astounded. He's like, Vinny's like, she hates you. I'm like, yeah. And I a, don't know why. We had a promo <laughs> running for years on we that. We did. We did. And was, I, I mean. I tried to calm her down. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because she actually started confronting me. How do you work with this guy? Yeah. Wow. And I, and I handled it better than Chris Rock handled Will Smith. Ooh. 
I did. And it was over Archie Bradley. Says Cheese Doodle Dad. What was what was no OG? no no no? Archie no, Bradley no. was there. Yeah. On, oh, he, he did an interview. He did an appearance. Yeah, I see. Right. Here's a, a baseball related one. Speaking of Archie Bradley, Mike Paris says he was at a baseball game. A lady there at the game was just carrying on and saying loudly, "Hey, I need a beer." Her young son remarks. You always need a beer. Oh! <laughs> Mike says everyone in the section got real quiet. <laughs> Chris learned that his very large high school basketball coach went to the same gym as he did, and he learned that by running into him in a community shower without stalls. Oh! Yeah, that'll do it. Hey, coach. That'll do it. <laughs> oh, this one from Benjamin Peterson gave me full body cringe feelings. Benjamin says, I got in an argument with my fiance because she thought I still had a thing for one of my ex-girlfriends while trying to convince her that I did not have any romantic feelings toward my ex. I called my fiance by my ex's oh, name. No. Oh, no. Oops. I followed up with him. He says it took about a week for her to understand that it was just because she was top of mind. Because of the conversation, everything is good now, but but things were rocky for a little bit. See, I would have read that and just assumed that he had two X's, or as I like to call it, dos X's. Oh! Uh, well and done, then. <laughs> I always. You need do a like beer. to call it dos X's. <laughs> I always need a beer. And then Paul Sertikowski says he went to a Phoenix Suns game where someone proposed on the Jumbotron a few rows ahead of him, and she said no. They did not come back after halftime. There was one that went viral over the weekend. Did you see the guy that they were trying to kick out of the movie theater? Because he wouldn't sit in his assigned seat. Oh, come on. And it went on for like two minutes. Are you serious? Yes. And he was, and somebody was just filming all of it. (laughs) And they said, oh, we'll give you a refund. Can I get more than a refund? Can I get a drink? (laughs) Seriously? Yeah. Because he didn't want to sit in the seat for the the ticket that he purchased? One seat over. Like he wouldn't move over one seat. No, no. People have absolutely lost their minds. Yes, they have. People are the worst. <laughs> but not not on this show. Not no, our, we're not the our, best. Not our listeners. One of the best people coming up. Ooh. Ooh. Who could that we be? We will find out what Shane Doan's uh, <laughs> desire to slap Jarrett Carlin is. Yeah. Oh, yes. The, he was the poll. No, was he the poll winner? I think Andy Reid topped him. Yeah. Oh, well, but again, we have a possibility of Shane nope. actually slapping nope. you at some point. <laughs> uh, we'll find out that and more next as Shane Doan joins us. Thank you, Sarah. Social Thank studies you. every day at 9. Uh, that's all coming up here on Bickley and Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Don't scores on the rebound! Shane Doan. Shane Doan got a piece of it. I think this goal is going to go to the captain. Captain Coyote. Shane Doan sends a one-hopper on that. He scores! The captain. Coyotes legend Shane Doan. Up early to talk Coyotes hockey with Bickley and Murata. Shot by Shane Doan. He scores! Brought to you by Bell Ford, where it's all about the experience. One small step off I-17 in Bell. One giant Ford store. Oh, every Tuesday we get to talk hockey and whatever else pops up with the uh, great Shane Doan, the Coyotes chief hockey development officer. And uh, Doaner joins us right now here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Good morning, Shane. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good. I don't know if you're aware of it, but you were uh, you were a choice on a poll question asked on our Twitter account yesterday, so we'll start there. 
uh, in light of what what happened at the Oscars on Sunday night, which I'm sure you're aware of. The question what, was... What hap- something happened at the Oscars? Yeah, some, somebody got slapped. Uh, the question was, what celebrity and frequent sports kebab subject would you most like to see slap Jarrett? Uh, the choices were Andy <laughs> Reid, Adam Silver, yourself, and Archie Bradley. And you didn't, oh. you didn't win. You got 29% of the vote, win? though. Andy Reid. It had to be Andy Reid. I was going to say Andy Reid is the best reason to, for sure. But the, yeah, that would be my guess, too. The question is, though, how, yeah. much, how much do you actually want to slap Jarrett Will Smith style? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. As long as he doesn't say anything about my wife, I probably am okay with That's it. Like, it's just coming after me. <laughs> if his slap is anything like his slap shot, it'll probably miss me by three feet anyway. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. You know, donor, you should just come in and just, no, just no, give no, him a whack right. anyway. No, no, yeah, just go ahead and do it. COVID policies. And I voted for you, happen. by the way, donor. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. All right. Hey, so, I love the mustache, not a mustache, by the way, bit after you guys do every Tuesday. It's the best well, why don't we let him? Why don't we let him play this week? You want to play this week? I'll give you my spot in mustache, not oh, a wow. mustache. Well, I see. I'm. I can't because you guys are way too good. You guys are so competitively balanced in that one. The only one I was disappointed in was the Chris Farley one. I knew that was the only one that I knew last week. And sure. I didn't. Yeah, and I I whiffed on that one. Yeah. <laughs> so he would have yeah. got one. Yeah. One point. Interesting. I would have got one because I've I've been keeping my own score and I'm I'm losing by so much. I don't know if I want to do it. I just enjoy laughing. At I got you. It. Okay. <laughs> and it's a fun participatory game. Uh, Shane Doan joins us for his weekly visit. Uh, tough times right now for the Coyotes. Do you, do you chalk that up to a lot of new pieces, a, the changing face of the team, or is it just one of those points in the season where um, the, the guys haven't been able to carry on the momentum, Shane? Uh, probably a little bit of both. I think um, there's always that. It's amazing. There's a stat on after you've won a certain number of games in a row, the, your record in the next like stretch after that is always below 500. Really? And it's just human. It's just human nature to just to dip. I think it's, it's, and it's significant. I think it's like, if you won seven in a row, the next seven games, the chances of being, you're going to finish like with a 300 record and the next seven games, it's it's amazing on how human nature is what it is. Yeah, and and I th- here's what I think about that. I think there's been enough signs of progress that I don't mind losing again now for the draft picks. Uh, just being just being a <laughs> pragmatist here, um, it, because as Vinny pointed out, the Coyotes are one goal away. I don't know who it is, but they're one goal away from having Nick, three twenty goal scores this year. Yeah, Nick now, that may not, is at nineteen. Yeah, that might not sound like a lot, but around here, that's that's progress. Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, you know, what you look at what Kells and and Krauser have done, and obviously Schmoltzy have done, and those three guys have been a pretty big part of the success they had in the last three weeks here. And um, Clayton Keller's just, he's taken his game to another level. Him and Schmoltzy, and uh, it's tough uh, with Krauser going out last night. And obviously, we do have a few guys hurt, but you're right. Scoring goals hasn't come easily, and for us to have three twenty goal scores would be huge. I was reading a piece, and we're talking to Shane Doan, the Coyotes' chief hockey development officer, as we do every Tuesday. I was reading a piece about all the scoring in the NHL because you see some of these these scores, and I think Pittsburgh just hit a, a eleven goal game recently. Uh, but scoring uh, on pace for uh, an increase not seen in twenty six years, and we've touched on this before, but. How healthy is that in your mind for the for the sport of hockey in the NHL to have this much increased scoring, Shane? 
I, I think it's great. Like, there's no way around the fact that it's it that a, a great game. The other night, I watched I watched Minnesota play Colorado, and that was an unbelievable game. Um, and it was a two-two game. Uh, Minnesota won in overtime, three-two. That's great. But man, you watch a six-five game. I don't know if you saw the Oilers Calgary game the other night. They uh, Calgary won nine-five. Yeah. It felt like we were back in the eighties. And <laughs> it's one of those uh-huh. things that every single time the guys come down the ice, you kind of get excited. Where when it's a when it's a one-nothing game, or you don't. I mean, the goalies are so good now that you just can't. You don't really get that excited unless there's a great scoring chance, and uh, those just don't happen enough. So uh, I think it's good for a sport. Um, coaches hate it, and that's fine. That's their job to hate stuff like that. And they prefer every game one nothing, and they'd get all the credit for being great coaches then. But uh, at the same time, the scoring is what the fans want to see, I think. Uh, all right. I was watching a Tom Wilson fight, and I thought to myself, this man is a menace, to quote from Caddyshack. <laughs> And, and I yeah. wanted to ask you, because when I grew up and I covered the Blackhawks, they had a guy, you remember Stu Grimson. Stu was... The Grim Reaper. Stu looked like Frankenstein. Yeah. I mean, he literally looked like Frankenstein. And yet he was one of the smartest dudes I've ever met, and he never had any fear. He never had any trepidation about getting in and fighting. Their backup enforcer, a guy by the name of Mike Peluso, he, he, he was like a, a bucket of nerves all day long every game day because he knew he had a fight that night. What was the one time you dropped the gloves and thought, what am I doing here? Why am I fighting this guy right now? Um, I got, I got a, <laughs> so in my, it was like my second or third year in the league and Jim Schoenfeld was our coach. And I got the, the gentle tap on the back. Like, Hey, he yelled at the ref and said, we'll take care of that ourselves. And then I got the kind of tap on the back. I'm like, wait, is that, is that for me? Are you sure we're taking care of it? <laughs> so, um, I had to go. I went out and fought a guy named Sean Brown, and Sean was pretty tough. And I'm like, oh, I'm in over my skis on this one. I'm going to get. And I did. I mean, I didn't get beat badly, but I definitely got beat up. And I remember thinking, I'm not tough enough to not fight when I'm not kind of angry. Do you know what I mean? When right. it's not a reaction. And some of those guys, they had the ability to just be like, okay, I'm going to. A Darcy Hortichuk, a guy that played for us. He had the ability to fight anybody at any time and yet couldn't be a nicer guy. And he was just a tough, tough person. And, uh, yeah, that one against Sean Brown, that wasn't a, that wasn't a fun one. It wasn't on TV that night, though, so no one really seen it. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, that's the one thing about hockey fights that a lot of people don't understand, and I didn't understand it for a long time. But I remember when George LaRocque was with the, the Coyotes, he was mic'd up for a fight. And he, he was one of those guys that had the ability to just turn it on without yeah. anger or without real violence it was just a job and it's so yeah. hard for people outside of hockey to fathom that so to hear you and and the career that you had say that you you couldn't fight without anger it it makes it even more amazing it is and those guys like and you mentioned Peluso where Mike Peluso actually great tip about Mike Peluso there's rumors that and I don't know if it's true so maybe I'm just spreading them even more that the song that Alanis Morissette sang was about Mike Pelusso. You're kidding me. The, no, yeah. It was about Wait, Dave Coulier. I thought it was about, uh, yeah, uh, Dave Coulier, the, the guy from Full House. That's what we heard. Well, oh, Shane might well. have better information than you two. You might. I yeah, mean, that's, well, that's, what we would, that's what we were told. But, hey. I think there's a. Anyways, yeah. That's the north. That's that the north the, of the border <laughs> rumor on. That, is that the "I'm Just Here to Remind You" song? That anger, the raging. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. But I, 
back to Mike, back to Mike Peluso, those guys that had that angst and that, I mean, yeah, I'd been, I'd, I ended up, there was one time Dion Phaneuf and I kind of got into it and I knew we were going to fight at the beginning of the next game. And we both knew we were going to fight because that was, and that, that pregame nap and getting ready for that <laughs> game was like, really? Like I couldn't imagine doing that on a uh-huh. daily basis oh. for those guys. Cause that you want to talk about stress and anxiety oh. and the reason those guys would, I mean, dealt with so many other demons. I think, I mean, it oh, yeah. takes so much out of you to get, to know that you're going to fight in front of 17,000 people yeah. on skates. Some of those guys were three times a week. Sometimes with three times a week, like right, right. that's crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. crazy. Fascinating stuff, donor. Always good to talk to you. You're have the a, best, have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Slap Jared for All us. Right, thanks. <laughs> okay, next time we see Jared, I'm there you go. <laughs> it's coming for you, Jared. <laughs> We can't. See, now he feels like that enforcer who knows he's got a fight coming. Now Jared's not right. going to be able to sleep yeah. after his post-show nap. Right. Uh, you can text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. Coming up next, it's Shane Doan's favorite game. Mustache, not a not mustache. A mustache. Bickley and Murata mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports Poll Question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Yes, let's go to ArizonaSports.com now, ladies and gentlemen, for today's poll question here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Guys, how do we feel about this Will Hernandez addition to the Cardinals offensive line? He makes the O-line better. It was a good signing. The Cardinals still need more depth after that signing or no opinion yet. I just need to see him play. As I feel about it right now, I think the top two apply. I mm-hmm. think they, you know, depth is always a good thing, but that signing made them better. It, it addressed the need for the maybe first and a half time in this free agency cycle. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. I like I said he's a he looks the part. Yeah. So yeah. it it's I think I think this is a good this is a step in the right direction. So we're Cliff Kingsbury's comments and I've relayed you. And Adam Schefter now saying both teams are getting the football in overtime this year. That's right. Really? For a source. Wow. Yep. wow. In playoffs specifically. Yeah, only this playoffs. Yeah. Oh, it is only playoffs. Yes, the Bickley rule. Regular season. Oh, okay, sorry. I didn't read it all. Let, My bad. Let Josh Allen try one more time rule. Right. Yeah. Can they go right. back and replay that game? Is yeah. what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. All right. We placed a vote for I feel better about the Cardinals offensive line. It was a good signing. 36% went with that option. 35% say the Cardinals still need more depth, which both of those things are true simultaneously. Yes, this was a good signing. Yes, they need more depth. And then 29% say I just got to see the guy play first. Fair. All fair. All right. Thank you, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Today's Sanderson Ford poll question on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Mustache. Not a mustache. A mustache. A mustache. A mustache. Big mustache. Thick mustache. My mustache. Your mustache. Say the word. The word mustache. A mustache. A mustache. Now we both have said mustache. A mustache. A mustache. If you only got a mustache. That's your mom and she's got a mustache. <laughs> oh, as the sky clears up on this gloomy Tuesday. A light shines down. Maybe in your uh, world. Uh, you don't see the... There's a blue sky out there now. 
Yeah, but who said it was gloomy? Oh, this morning was gloomy. But in now, your world, okay. Well, the, sc- the, the sun yeah, is shining same. on America's fastest growing facial hair related quiz sensation, mustache. Not a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> and today, that was harmonizing at its best. And today, in in, in honor of uh, sounded like whiskey's quicker. <laughs> After the whiskey, <laughs> one of those uh, buzzworthy moments in pop culture when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock during the Oscars. All clues today on mustache on the mustache ball have something to do with rock. The word rock will be involved in all of them, all right? right. I'm going to play a clip from a movie, a TV show, an interview, or a song. You have to tell me whether the person talking or singing has a mustache or does not have a mustache. And you get another point if I correctly identify the person. Uh, (laughs) Just dropped my pen. Uh, uh, (laughs) Like you need your pen, Jarrett? Well, i got to keep score. Okay. Who won? Uh last week. Uh, Vinny did. Vinny, uh, would you like to go first or second? I'll go uh, I'll go first this week. You will go first yeah. and you will start with this song. That is uh, the Scorpions. Ooh. I don't think their singer had a must. I'm going to say not a must. That well is done. correct. You Klaus Mein. Klaus Mein. Klaus Mein. Klaus Eberfluss. Oh, brother of Matthew Eberfluss. <laughs> I think they went to uh, kindergarten together. Um, I, He's a song, former opera singer. You don't see that a lot. That but, song came out and uh, you misheard lyrics when I was a kid. I yeah. thought it was, here I am, raunchy like a hurricane. <laughs> raunchy like a hurricane. Like like, this song hurricane. makes no sense, but it rocks. It does rock. Please close my window before you leave. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right. Uh, the best deployment of bagpipes ever in a, in a rock and roll song, ACDC, Bon Scott, not a mustache. You got it. Two points for you. Two to two. <laughs> All right, Vinny. Yes. I went to the record store today, and they were playing all this music I never heard of. It was like the store had gone crazy. I used to rock and roll all night and party every day. Then it was every other day. Now I'm lucky if I could find half an hour a week in which to get funky. <laughs> Homer Simpson, as voiced by Dan Castellaneta. Yes. Not a mustache. Correct. You got it. All right. The... Dan, is your mm-hmm. arm okay, Ben? It's Vinny Joe Flex. <laughs> he loves that. <laughs> I don't uh, win a lot. I got no, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. All right, all right. I would too if I knew it. It's a little hard to hear this one, but you could do it. Uh, you, you, I, I, oh, good clue. Good clue selection. I, Gary. <laughs> Through here. I memorized the timing. I just hope it hasn't been changed. Have a nice day. Welcome to the Rock. Uh, that is uh, the unmistakable voice of Sean Connery, but yeah, I'm going to guess mustache. Yeah, you got oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. You got that oh, scraggly mustache beard and then the beard weird. going. Right. Older older Sean Connery. Was do you do an impression older. of Sean Connery? Well, yeah. <laughs> Why, yes, I do. That's the best Bane from <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> it's a hybrid. Uh-huh. It's a hybrid. Yeah. All right. Uh, Bane Connery. Bane That's Connery. That's good. 4-4. 4-4. Vinny. I wonder how Shane Doan's doing it this uh, this edition. Like 
That is The Clash. I don't know the exact singer's name. Yeah, it's okay. one of, one of two. Um, uh, not a mustache. That is correct. It's either Joe Strummer or Mick Jones. Well, it doesn't matter. Because no? Good enough. All right, uh, Dan. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, That is uh, D. Snyder of Twisted Sister, not a mustache. That is correct. He would look very weird with that get up with a mustache. Yeah. He looked very weird without it. (laughs) He did. That's true. I guess Mm -hmm. you're right. All right. Six. Vinny. The man ruined the ozone, and he's burning down the Amazon, and he kidnapped Shamu and put her in a chlorine tank. Okay? And there used to be a way to stick it to the man. It was called rock and roll. But guess what? Oh, no. The man ruined that, too, with a little thing called MTV! (laughs) (laughs) That is uh, Jack Black. I could really flex on this one, but I won't. Oh, boy. Uh, (laughs) Do it. Do it. Trouble flex? Go ahead. Trouble flex? Jack Black as Dewey Finn pretending to be Ned Schneebly in School of Rock. It's Schneebly, Vinny. (laughs) It's Schneebly. There you go. That's a great movie. (laughs) <laughs> well done. Triple flex. Vinny Joe triple ah! flex. All right. <laughs> Do you feel that? <laughs> that was pretty good. Wow. need a gif of that. Uh, yeah, exactly. All right, Dan. All right. I want you to meet a friend of mine, Detective Rock Hoover. Hi. Hi. Nice to meet it's you. It's a pleasure to meet you. How do you know Jeffrey? Well, Jeff and I work together in New York. You want a cup of coffee or a drink or something? I love one, but, uh, you know, i got to be at WSPR in about 15 minutes or so. Do you think we'll make it? <laughs> this is your best work this ever, is Jared. The best How lucky was thing that? Thing you have ever done. That his character's name was Rock Hooper. <laughs> fitted perfectly. It was beautiful. That is, awesome. that is Mark Schlereth and not a mustache. Wrong. Oh! Damn it! Oh, you had a bit. A big, I thought big right. goatee in that era of Mark. Darn Schlereth. it! I thought they would have made him shave that to play. Officer Rock Detective. Hoover. Detective. Detective. Okay. Also proving that Jared comes up with the clues during the show. Yeah, that's <laughs> whoops. That was the last second uh, ad. All right, for the win. <laughs> yep. I'm going to trade this life for fortune and fame. I'll even cut my hair and change my name. Because we all just want to be big rock stars and living in Uh, that is uh, Nickelback. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chad with a mustache. That is correct. Well done, Vinny. You didn't know if it was well Kroger done, or Kruger? Is it's, actually, it's spelled Kroger, but it's pronounced Kruger. Yeah, those Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> well, very strong competition, though. <laughs> yeah, I hurt myself from flexing. Yeah, yeah. you did. <laughs> You did. Got to something. I'm, I'm questionable for next Always week's edition. Always get your calisthenics in before we play. Bigote! Nada bigote! Coming up. Are they in the good place or not? According to the head coach, they are. We'll get into it next. Pickley Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Weekly and Murata. Song of the Day. Wow, I want to know what this is all about. If You Want Blood by ACDC. You got it. 
Yeah, you do. Um, this is a dual, is dual a purpose song. song of the day. I know you're. We haven't played an ACDC. We've played their whole catalog of song of the day over the years, but it's been a while since he played one. Yeah. Um, I don't think we've ever played this one. No, never. But there was a phrase in your blast today about the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Out for blood. They are. So this is the song that popped into my head. Nice job. I and I knew play... I didn't have to check with you first. No, so we could play I'm good with this. <laughs> I thought you were going to play Alanis Morissette. The very controversial Canadian... Uh... Mike Pal- I never heard the Peluso rumor before. Yeah. We learned a lot of stuff today. I think Peluso probably started that himself. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was with Alanis. This isn't a... This uh, was featured in a movie that, and I, I don't even think I'm, I, I think I'm correct on this. The movie that this is from was called Empire Records, and I think the soundtrack sales grossed more than the actual movie gross was. That's pretty rare. That's happened good, a few times. Good yeah. soundtrack, yeah. Uh, there's, uh, hi, uh, excuse me, if you want blood, ACDC, today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. I think it's a pretty easy Vinny Joe trivia today, but we'll see. All right. Uh, this year's Final Four, three of the seven schools who have ever appeared in the Final Four, ten or more times, are in this year's Final Four. North Carolina, Duke, and Kansas. Can you name the other four schools? That have been in the NCAA Men's Final Four ten or more times. Kentucky, UCLA. Yeah, that's two of them. So we're down to two more? Yep. The hint is they're both from the same conference. Indiana and Michigan. State. Michigan State is Ah, one. Indiana's been there eight. Okay. There's another team that's been there ten. Michigan State and... Michigan, I guess. No, nope. he would have said that that oh. was right. Ohio State? Ohio State is the really? correct answer. Oh, really? Yeah, they had uh, a Maybe. lot of early yeah. success, and really not since the great yeah. o- Greg Oden, yeah. Mike Conley. Michael Red, <laughs> Greg Oden. <laughs> trying to think of D'Angelo yeah. Russell. Yeah, him too. Right. He never made the Final Four. He got smacked by Arizona and his one <laughs> yeah. trip to the finals. Um, news from the NFL owners' meetings today. Um, Cliff Kingsbury spoke, and uh, the quote was somewhat promising about the relationship between Mm -hmm. Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. Kingsbury said, quote, we're in a good place. That's the business side of it. I stay out of his things for the most part, but as far as our relationship, it's always been great. And we see him as the long-term future, and I know he feels the same way. Is that kind of just preparing for the long... That sounds like... If, if he's the long-term future, there's nothing that's going to change yeah, their mind. I, Why not do it? And, and I don't I don't think Cliff is prone to, to BSing people. I just don't think he gives a lot of information. Yeah. So for him to say that, that we look at him as our long-term future, and I know he feels the same way, I, I tend to agree with that. So I, I you know, I, I, or I tend to, I tend to believe that, and I, t- I tend to take comfort in that. So, yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't, it's... You know, I, I don't know if does, I believe yeah, we went through the same thing with DeAndre and when you know James Jones says stuff like, "Oh, we want him here for the long time." For long I know home. he wants okay. to be here, all right. But it doesn't mean that they're agreed on the money that they want him here for. 
That is true. There's a lot of nuance. See, I initially doubted the validity of that quote because the first word was not yeah. Maybe they didn't yeah. transcribe it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, but the mystery continues. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, and we learned about Mark Schlereth's uh, soap opera past because he called this offseason a soap opera. It's been a different kind of soap opera in Arizona. And it started, that that edition of the soap opera started way earlier than it started in other NFL cities. Am I wrong? Because it started. It hasn't had any resolution. No, and it started the night of the playoff loss. Yeah. When you hear stories about him not wanting to go back in the game, and mm-hmm. not going out on the field to take a knee with everybody right. to, to help, you right. know, to show support for yeah. Buda Baker. Yeah. Uh, you pointed this out to me as mm-hmm. well. Uh, Ralph Amsden, uh, who uh, tweeted an SI.com story that's out today. U.S. Senators Cory Booker and Marsha Blackburn have introduced a bill that would cut the NCAA statute of limitations from four years to two and require any investigation of wrongdoing to be completed within eight months. That has a lot of local (laughs) tie-ins. Yes, it does. (laughs) Yes, it does. It's the well-we're-waiting proposal. Yeah, I mean, imagine... That the U.S. Senate has to introduce a bill <laughs> to get the says, NCAA to move a little faster. Right. That says, while we're young. Man, remember when... Uh, what a joke. Remember when the Titanic set sail and then ran into the iceberg that mm-hmm. is the NCAA, causing yeah. it to sink? Well said. I mean, it's has it been eight months? It's been more than eight months for, just, for ASU, it, hasn't it's, it? If, if you've got the power to charge schools and investigate schools... Make it snappy. Yeah, you, you don't leave them hanging. Don't that was realize, what, end of June last year. Yeah, it's 2022. We live in a yeah. we live in a microwave society. <laughs> when was the last time you heard that phrase? <laughs> uh, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks to Mark Schlereth for hanging out with us. It's always a pleasure to talk to him. As it is Shane Doan. Thanks to you for listening. We appreciate the support. We'll do it again tomorrow morning at six. Wolf and Luke are up next here on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station.